and it does not get acknowledged enough, I think, um, in, in nature studies. We are actually anomalous compared to most organisms on Earth in a number of different ways, and that has an effect on the way that we look at things. So what I want to do is something a little strange for the beginning of a series of lectures on bacteria. I want to talk about ourselves as humans and why it is that, that we have a particularly challenging task to understand bacteria. First of all, it's our size. We are enormous. We are among the larger of organisms on Earth. Vast majority of organisms are microscopic. Vast majority of organisms are, in fact, bacteria, tiny, invisible bacteria, invisible to our eyes. So our own size is anomalous. We are enormous. We are also multicellular, which is unusual. Again, the vast majority of organisms are single cells. We are multicellular. That's how we get to be so large. We are highly morphological. We have shapes. We have structures. And we appreciate shapes and structures in other organisms. We are visually oriented. We can see color. We look around for other organisms that have morphologies, shapes, and colors. We also look around for other organisms that have activity levels and types of activities that are identifiable in some way to us or interpretable, whether we're right or wrong about that. We're looking for other organisms that seem to be in our same world. Therefore, we're wonderful at looking at birds and insects and mammals, other mammals. We have a great deal of difficulty with things that are much tinier than ourselves. We are terrestrial. We live on land, not any old land. We live on the surface of the land, and we tend to live in relatively temperate to tropical climates. And that does not get acknowledged enough, I think. Most of the world is aquatic. Most of the world is oceans. Most of the world is watery and deep. And that's not our place on Earth. We actually don't know much about the depths of the ocean, except in submersible submarines that some researchers have taken down to the depths, or except perhaps from dredgings that have been hauled up from the depths or nettings that have been hauled up. But for the most part, we're terrestrial surface dwellers, very small part of the Earth's surface, and that also has an effect on our appreciation for biodiversity as a whole. I don't think we have the full appreciation that we could ever have of, of what's going on in the aquatic part of the world, which is most of the world. Bacteria, by the way, are entirely aquatic. I want to add bacteria to your nature studies, and I realize it's a challenge for me as well as you. I'm a great appreciator of birds, of flowers, of mammals, of trees, of insects. I have field guides for all of those. And what I want to do is, is to make the bacterial world seem maybe not as accessible as those things, but something approaching as accessible as, as those larger organisms that we tend to appreciate. I want to say that the microbial world is not optional for understanding and appreciating biodiversity. If we want to understand what the biodiversity of Earth is all about, we have to include the bacteria. Yet, I challenge you to take an ecology textbook, maybe of the sort that you used in college, or maybe one that you can find in a library, nice, thick ecology textbook of the sort that an ecology course is taught from. 
look up whatever keywords pertaining to bacteria or microorganisms or microbes that you want in the index and find most likely in that entire book there are maybe only three or four mentions of bacteria or microbes or microorganisms. And that ecology textbook purports to be about all of the ecosystem, presumably the biodiversity of Earth and all the interactions of the various organisms. Where are the bacteria in that? Notice if you do this, if you actually take a book and, 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 and take a look at the index, notice how the bacteria are mentioned. There will be a couple of pages on the methanogens. Those are bacteria that produce methane. So that's important. Where is the methane on Earth coming from? It's only coming from bacteria. So bacteria have to be given credit for that, and therefore you find them in an ecology textbook in the index. You will also